It's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. What were we talking about? I don't know. What would you do to not I actually cannot yourself. believe I never told either of you this story. So, ooh, you were talking about going to Florida, right? Right. So, wait, I just have to. You know what else you do in Florida? Rise up and, and crash, crash through. through. What's happening, everybody? God damn it, you went really fast on that. Yes, I did. Hey. You're not going to let me. Ask my wife. She knows how I get down. <laughs> Fast and effective. Oh my god. I'll say, taking that I'm the greatest good you ever going to get. <laughs> but continue your story, sir. As we were surfing. So we were talking about going to Florida. Right. And I had to tell you. Fuck Florida. Fuck well, everything about Florida. I mean... Fuck Florida. I hate Florida. And here's why. So this is probably like seven years ago. And uh, I was hanging around, driving on 97, spring break with Zach, best friend. Wait, what year? Probably like 2013. Oh, okay. We don't have anything better to do on spring break. And I just turned to him and I'm like, hey man, you want to go to Florida? <laughs> He's from Florida. On spring break, though. He's from Florida. So we knew we could just go, like, down. Oh, this is college spring break for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, like, we're like, eh, you know, we could get there in, like, 14 hours. We can go stay. 14 hours. We can get there in, like, 14 hours. We could just stay at uh, his friend Mark's house. I still feel like pretty quick. 14 hours from, like, you know, it's, it's no big deal. So... 16. We have this spur of the moment thought. Right. And we decide that, yeah, let's go for it. I mean, fuck it. And we go and we pack up all the things, uh, like, for a weekend. He's all got the things. He's got <laughs> everything like, but the couple kitchen. Couple of changes of clothes. You got your, your magic deck. You got your. <laughs> you got your. Gotta have the magic deck. We already know who we fucking with. All my, and anybody is. who knows me has. I have all my things and knickknacks yes. too in my. Yes, you gotta backpack. have the Game Boys, you know. Then luckily, I threw all the other stuff in there. Extra and batteries. We didn't have anymore. like Bluetooth or anything at the time, and the speakers in his uh, in his Toyota were burnt out. And this is oh, like a. This is like a. Like a SUV. Shit. But well, at least y'all got. So we had, we just cruised around with the laptop open. <laughs> I've been there before. I've been there before. So, you know, we're like, all right, let's let's yeah. do it. My right. mom. So you're on the road. As I'm about to leave, my mom's like, I don't have a good feeling about this, and I'm oh, like, you no. know what, mom? It's gonna be a good it's time. It's gonna be fine. Mom. It's, you don't got. You can't tell us how to live our fine. lives. All right. You've been there. You've experienced so I get, things. I drive the first seven hours. What part of Florida? We were going to Orlando. Okay. So, ah. I'm getting there. So literally, I'm mean, not literally, but I mean, I guess. Well, it, we'll get to that part. Yeah. Rolling. So, we get in the car and I Bitch, drive the I'm first seven be. hours and I get to probably the. North side of South Carolina, or South Carolina, South Carolina. And Wait, uh, in seven hours. Yeah, dude, East Coast is long. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to get it, lost though. You just get on 95 and drive straight. That's well, yeah, but still. 
seven hours, I feel like, is pretty quick. I feel like you really gunning and running here. But, so, look, I give... I let Zach take over. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, alright, it's now, like, the sun's rising, and I'm like, I, mm. I need to catch a little bit of... Yeah. And, uh... I'm, like, trying to doze off a little bit, and then Zach just de- keeps speeding up. And I'm like, Zach, what's going on? He goes like, you see that asshole next to us? The baby on board sticker? He's speeding! So he, he's, he's trying to cut this guy with the baby on board sticker, cut him off to Why? get him to slow down. What, what made Zach decide he wanted to be Captain Save-A-Baby in the middle of this road Because trip? he's forever an altruist. Okay, that's fair. So, well, I mean, I don't know if it's fair, but like, speaking on character. Anyway, so Zach tries to cut this person off and I'm like, Zach, what are you doing? He's like, fucking asshole. And then we just hear a pop. And the thing starts rattling. And we're oh. like, all right. Pull over. We get, get out. And we look underneath the car. And right. some stuff's dripping. And Zach's like, oh, man. I forgot about the oil in the back seat. So we grab the oil. And I look at him. And I unscrew the oil. And I pour it into the engine. And I look down underneath of the car, and there goes the oil. Oh, oh so shit. I'm like, okay, Zach, let's give it one more try. I drive for about 20 yards before it feels like I'm riding on a wooden roller coaster. Oh, God. And I get out of the car, right and I look I down the road, it's just... and not even a football field away. A sign that says, Welcome to Florida. <laughs> so y'all just barely made it to Florida before you blew the oil tank. So what would a smart person do in this scenario? Are you asking me? Yes. This is as, not a rhetorical question. Okay. As resident smart person, yeah, you call your insurance company and you have them straighten this issue out for you. Okay, great. Well, we couldn't get a tow. Mm-hmm. So, we yeah, took you this know, death trap in the over to the side of, of the road, and I would say, so here's where oh, you know it's right, fucked up. Right. I was like, excuse me, Mr. Officer, may I have some help? Oh, Lord. Yeah, because I'm noticing now that in the list of things that you guys packed, money was not a thing you listed. No, <laughs> it, that's all in a small little plastic chip. Oh, fair. <laughs> ah, that's fair. That's fair. Welcome to the future. (laughs) So, this is going to be a wild part of the story for you. I flag down this police officer. There's like a little... Help me! I'm white and I'm in danger! There's like a little side thing where there... I go to like a little side, almost like roadside uh, security little office. Right. Like, uh, at the front of every, sec- like, office building, there's a security... Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a roadside one of those. Yeah, okay. So just one guy, one cop. So I was like, can you, like, help us out? Like, get us a How far away did you have to walk? I, d- d- I could see it. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's not like you It was not far. Min- okay, there. Like, I had to walk, like, five minutes down yeah. there. But I could see like, the thing. hey! And uh, <laughs> I'm like, can you call a tow? And they're like, What's uh, up, buddy? no, we can't really call you a tow. And I'm like, Damn. all right, well, can I use your phone? Right, like, Cause can I, I do think, it? My phone at this point, I think, is dying yeah. as well. Yeah, because you've been using and, uh, that for so radio speakers. I'm like, 
All right. I, I called my friend Justin, who lived in Florida. So there are uh, two things. My friend Justin, you. we also were going to go visit. Lucky me. And um, Zach was dating a girl in Florida at the time. Mm. Don't ask me how long this mm. relationships work. I don't know. So Irrelevant. Completely. So, um... Cop is like, I can't get you a tow. And I'm like, well, can you, uh... At least give me a ride back to my car? And he's like... Yeah, you'll have to ride the back. And I'm like, that's fine. Do I got to put on cuffs too, officer? <laughs> so we managed to get the car towed to a repair shop nearby. And we wait around there for the rest of the day, like charging our phone. Damn. talking. He's talking to his grandparents. Yeah. And, um, well, the engine block was cracked. Ah. So, once again... What would a smart person do? Call your insurance company. <laughs> we talked about this. Mature, responsible decision. <laughs> Call your insurance company. We didn't do that. No. No, we didn't. No. Maybe we decided to, uh, after talking to Zach's grandparents, to just sell them the car. What? Sell the, the car was total, and it was old. Right. So, but... what would smart people do with that money? rent a car to get home we took a taxi mm. to jacksonville ah well i to mean to get on a greyhound yeah you could have to go to orlando mm. why didn't you just get with on a with no destination outside of the orlando greyhound station why didn't you just get a greyhound from the border to orlando why did you waste money on a taxi because we couldn't get a... Greyhound. Where we were, we couldn't... Oh, you we couldn't had to get to, get to the Greyhound, greyhound station. Okay. All right, fair, fair. I'm just... I'm being pedantic. So we have all of our uh, belongings from the car that we intended to keep <laughs> in the right, car. Right, Yeah, let's talk about that. So now y'all are slumming, literally, <laughs> in the I, middle I'm, of fucking I'm, Orlando. I'm getting there. <laughs> That's not even close. So do you guys want to hear about my week homeless in Florida? <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> uh, so. I like this story already. Did we have a plan when we got on the Greyhound to Orlando? You guys didn't have a plan no, from the no, jump. No, no, we, we just were, we knew we were going to get to Leesburg, which is right outside of Orlando. Okay. And um, thank the Lord that for some godforsaken reason, Zach knew one of the people on our Greyhound. Uh, Not like well. intended to meet them, like... Holy shit, you're here. Divine intervention. Uh, so we were able to get a ride with her uncle. Oh shit. To hey. a Walmart. <laughs> 20 minutes mm. driving. <laughs> oh my god. Or away from Leesburg. Away from Leesburg. We gotta get away from Leesburg. So I'm imagining you guys in We go to the Walmart, we're charging our phone, and it's late. And we're tired, and we just dropped like yeah, I have like three duffel. It? I have like two duffel bags and a backpack. What and time is it at this? At point? this point, I think it's like 11:30 at night. To the uh, point where I'm just collapsed inside the entranceway of Walmart, while Zach is like plugging in his phone, and I start to fall asleep. We get kicked out of Walmart for loitering. Right. So then we have to walk down the equivalent of like Ritchie Highway, like a less populated Ritchie Highway. At now, oh. like, 1 o'clock in the morning. 
God damn. Carrying everything that we have on our backpack. And I'm fuming because I am cranky, I am tired, and this fucking oil got on my brand new Adidas's and I let Zach hear about it. Oh no. Who, wait. Now I'm it was trying. Your idea to Thank you, because that's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> Whose idea was it? But my but. main reason was like, hey, you can go see your girl, and I can go hang out with Justin. It was a quid pro quo. Finish your story. <laughs> so, Zach. Is like, hey man, we could, we should just, we could try hitchhiking. I'm like Zach, we do not have nope. a weapon in Florida. We do not have a weapon. We are not hitchhiking. This nigga like Zach was trying to get raped by some hillbillies. He's like, it's gonna be fun. I'm like Zach, we do not have a weapon. I guess in Florida it would be rednecks. Do they? Have I don't know if you know that. Just, you, do you know it gets cold in Florida at night? Oh yeah, it gets really yeah. fucking cold. Like below. We didn't really tend to oh, be wow. out in the cold in Florida, so we didn't bring like a jacket or really didn't bring any long <laughs> pants. So while we're walking and it's freezing, yeah, and you're shivering and you're angry, we get to the point where we are collapsed from exhaustion. So we have to go into a parking lot across the street and sleep and sleep like homeless people. Even worse, it was so cold. We were like, dude. Can we just honey from bottle for body warp? Oh man, for real! Literally, y'all like, niggas huddled for body warp. It was in fucking the... cold, but you did it to yourselves, though. I'm not even done this whole what? I'm not even done this hood rat shit. I'm not even done this tale. I... Go on. <laughs> I'm not. Look. I understand the call of adventure, right? It's just, I don't think adventure has ever called me that hard that I've been like, you know what? Fuck it, we here, dog. You just, we just have doubling down. We're just doubling down and yeah. doubling down and doubling down. Yeah. So, white fully so. white people. <laughs> we, we get picked up at like seven in the morning by Zach's friend on his way to high school. <laughs> what? We get dropped <laughs> off at Zach's friend Brandon's house. The front door is locked and the cars aren't there. So we hop the fence. Ah! We go through the doggy door. This shit just keeps getting whiter and whiter as it goes We go through the doggy door. No, you didn't. Go upstairs into the guest bedroom, throw our shit down, and collapse. At some point, Brandon's parents come in, and they see Zach and I, and message Brandon, and they go, Brandon, what's Zach doing here? And Brandon was really confused, because Brandon was stationed in Germany. Oh, <laughs> shit. So y'all didn't even check to see if Brandon was home before? Nope. We knew Brandon wasn't home. Oh, God. Zach just knew. <laughs> no, dude, it'll be fine. <laughs> it, yeah, no, it was a, it was a dude, don't, it was a dude, trust me. And it was, I mean, like, they made his breakfast in the morning. <laughs> Wipefully so. 
And then. <laughs> and then. But wait, there's more. So. The plan was to all go to Universal Studios and everything. So y'all niggas had money to go to Universal Studios. No, he had season passes. But how are we gonna get there without a car? Right. Right. So now, you guys call the insurance company and get a rental car. No, 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 no. No. Okay. All right. So no. what? What happened? We took the money from the sold car. Mm-hmm. Which was how much? If you don't mind. I can't it. remember. Oh, okay. Fair enough. It wasn't. It was less than a thousand bucks. Okay. Mm. Well. Like it was a. It was a very old car. It's also it was not a car designed to be going at 100 miles an hour in trying burst. To, <laughs> trying to teach an asshole with a baby on board a lesson. Exactly. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> be responsible. Oh, shit. I cracked my engine. So. We were all supposed to go to Universal. But. Who is we? I am, I, I'm sorry. I can't it was supposed to be I just... me, Justin, Zach, and uh, Zach's girlfriend. Okay. I can't remember her name. Right but now. never Brandon. Brandon was never in the equation. No, Brandon was off doing the armed <laughs> services stuff. Yes. Thank you for your service, Brandon. Yes. Uh, but, you know, um, we were going to see his girlfriend, so I took the L on that. Right. So I ended up going to hang out with some of Zach's friends from Florida. And he was like, here's some of the money that we have. This is the best spot for wings ever. Mm. And I'm like, okay. And I had... So you went to was, Magic City with the money. I mean, we went to the... It was like a country club type wing okay. spot. I mean, it wasn't bad. Uh, he basically lives... I guess it wouldn't be Magic City in Florida. You know, the, you know the like town that a data member always sings about they're trying to get the fuck out of? Yeah. He basically lives there. Uh, or within a 10 minute drive. So did you go to Universal? No. But we did get some good wings. Or I got some good wings. And eventually I got picked up by Justin and his fiance at the time. And I spent the night over with them. And that was really cool. And then Zach and I met back together at the... Then we met back at the Orlando airport. With the money that we had from the car... And bought plane tickets home. And this whole time, we knew that there was someone that we could call. And they would answer. And they would pick us up. And they will never let us hear the end of it. But they would do it. You bet their ass they would have done it. And the whole time, this whole two and a half day stretch, we're like, we're not calling JJ. JJ knows at this point, like we've, we've informed it. We have not gone, JJ, please come and get us. Nope. But when we landed, you bet your sweet ass, MJ was there to pick us up, to bring us into the house where everybody was waiting for us to tell them all the stories. My question is, who are you gonna get to write the movie? Because <laughs> it's basically just sex drive. Well, yeah, exactly. That's my point. <laughs> Who the fuck directed or wrote American Pie? <laughs> that has fucking early two thousands teen sex comedy written all over it. Dude, we're gonna go to Florida to lose our virginity. 
Man, I didn't even, like... We're gonna go to the MTV Spring Break Bash, bro, and I promise you we'll get laid. And we'll come back fucking Man, heroes. I have so many stories that could be turned into mo- fucking movies like that. I haven't even told you ghost stories. <laughs> this is, is the Halloween episode. This is oh, our it first is. Halloween episode. This is What's a Halloween up, you episode. spooky bitches? I hope you hoes are enjoying spooky season. I would like to start a new trend where we slowly rescind Christmas back into like December, maybe even like the first of the year, so that New Year's and Christmas kind of meld into one. And the time from September to December 31st will be spooky season from now on. Oh, I thought you were going to try to go to like returning to the paganist calendar i mean like pretty that, much but. i'm just saying you know hail satan and all that shit like that, that was a joke guys like, <laughs> but <laughs> but i mean honestly what's more spookier than a dead guy coming back from like the grave or like you know uh, a chick giving birth to a baby she didn't lucifer have... was lucifer with punk rock <sighs> that's i would like to argue that Jesus is pretty punk rock. You know, he did move Jesus that is... rock. The, no, hold on, wait, hear me out, because Jesus did move that rock to uh, exit the cave when he uh, rose from the dead. I mean, what's more punk rock than that? Breaking the rock. Who's to say that Jesus didn't break the rock? Maybe he did break the rock, you know, so that we didn't have to break the rock. Breaking rock. Plymouth rock. Breaking Doc, America. What's cracking, y'all? <clears throat> all I'm saying is get right by God, and then maybe in the future you all will, you know, reap the benefits. Um. <laughs> I cannot believe I've never told you that story. I feel like I've told everybody that story. I can't believe you let me do all that directly after saying Hail Satan. And well, whatever. And that <laughs> is how you play both sides, ladies and gentlemen. Vote Doc, 2024. Vote John Stewart, 2028. We're, so we're not even going to give me a second term? No, dude, you're getting knocked out in the primaries. By John Stewart. You think they're going to have another black president this soon after Trump? The fuck out. That's why. After <laughs> Joe Biden, they're going to be like, well, that was cool. But, I mean, I like this guy. He's got swag. He's yeah, got good you know ideas. He happen. can play both sides. And then you know what's going to happen? They're going to find this podcast and be like, oh, he's totally unelectable. Uh, <laughs> fucking Access Hollywood tapes. Fair. Uh, <laughs> None of I, this is normal. Do you want me? Look, look I'll say it. You can't you legally can run. run. Huh? Why can't I? Because you'll be 34. <sighs> so you just want me to run in a primary against Jon Stewart for your own amusement. Just imagine me in a primary against Jon Stewart and Joe Rogan. Mm, but Joe Rogan's not going to run as a Democrat, though. No, the two-party system will be completely established, nah, destroyed by this point. Nah, so it'll be you, Joe Rogan, Jon Stewart, Don Jr., you, mm. Kamala Harris, if she's Bernie Sanders, President, Bernie Sanders, Kanye West, and Killer Mike. And Killer Mike. Fair. I and make... Rick Santorum, because he still wants to try. I want Killer Mike to be my running mate. Yeah, we'll run against each other, and then I'll beat everybody out, and then I'll make Killer Mike my running mate, so it'll be... 
President Doc <laughs> and Vice President Killer Mike. Oh, God. America's not ready for this. <laughs> but in 2028, they might be. <laughs> Watch out. If we ran for president, you're totally being the president. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's no question of that. I'm just... I'm better with people. It's no offense to you, you know. It's, I think they can handle me a little bit more than they... You'd be, you know... You're, you're kind of loud. Yeah. Like, I was about to say, like... <laughs> I'm Putin not would be to... like, put him on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> Take him off speakerphone. <laughs> Yes, President Clinton. I can hear you just fine. I can hear the fucking scandals now. He spent the presidential budget on magic cards. <laughs> the nation is going into an extreme deficit. The American dollar is based on black lotuses. What's a more concrete financial asset than that? His foreign policy is based on the presidential figure's shoe game. Putin's kicks just ain't fresh, and they always creased. What's up with that? I don't understand. Oh, that's Shing's. Mm, wow, nah, I feel like Shing got a mean shoe game. I feel like Putin is not gonna walk out, like, looking anything less than... I feel like Putin's I feel like Putin wakes up in the morning nah, wanting Putin's to feel hella. like uh, the newest James Bond. What's his name? Daniel Craig? I feel like Putin just like looks at a picture of Daniel Craig in the morning and he's like, I want to be like that yes. guy. James Bond who? <laughs> oh, my Russian is terrible. Who do you think is the, like, what top political figure do you think has the meanest shoe game? This is a very Bodega Boy subject, but I mean. Obama doesn't count. Not anymore. I feel like Macron's shoe game is tight. I'd say Trudeau. Trudeau? You think Trudeau got a he just shoe know, game? He just he knows himself. Yeah. He don't step outside his boundaries. Mm, I don't know. I feel like Macron should be on crisp, clean. Hot take. Shoe game and talking about Trudeau and being in his own lane. This is a real random one. The best Will Smith movie is Hitch. <laughs> Is Hitch. Whoo, that's a hot take. You're going to have to defend yourself. It's the, <laughs> it is like the perfect romantic comedy. That I will give you. And it, it, it's the, maybe the perfect romantic comedy, but I don't know about the best Will Smith movie. Like, you're going to make me pull up this man's fucking IMDb. What's wrong with you? Think about a movie. He just fits so perfectly in that movie. Like, everything that he does in Hitch, I just I'm not buy. arguing that. Will is rarely out of place, right? Like, but I mean, I, if you nail a performance in what we're saying is the perfect romantic comedy, which is a defining genre, that's a big deal, dog. He's nailed perfect performances in, like, genres across the spectrum, though. I mean, like, fucking iRobot killed it. Independence Day killed it. Ali killed it. Seven Pounds killed it. Hancock. But he was able to carry a duo Bright casted Bright. He made Bright look good. Do you know how many people no, he, he made watch no, that didn't. stupid shit? Yo, all I'm saying is 
think about how many people wouldn't have watched that stupid shit if Will Smith wasn't in it. And I mean watched it all the way through. You watched it all the way through, didn't you? Nope. Nope. You lying. You lying on I didn't watch that trash ass or racism thinly veiled (laughs) metaphor shit. It's really that hard for white people to understand. Jesus Christ. But you watched Focus, didn't you? Did you see After Earth? No. And that has been getting dragged. (laughs) Like, recently, that's been getting dragged. Critically again. As one of his worst movies ever. Oh, no. You ever heard about that, like, that marketing campaign and stuff? It's like, he wrote, like... Propaganda. No, it was also, like, built to be a giant world, and they were trying to make their own social network, and they had, like, yeah. marketed cologne for it and everything. Well, well... Like, Will Smith was on his fucking avatar. Did you see Gemini Man yet? I haven't seen it yet. No. No? I want to watch that, though. That, I mean, I want to see if Will can pull it off. I did watch Aladdin, and I was I was very cautious about that because I don't know. I guess nostalgia has me protective over the you know genie role, but Will didn't no do, over Robin Williams. It, that, that's my point. Specifically, but that's Robin my Williams. Point, it's like if right? someone tried to redo Miss Doubtfire, it, we would have the same reaction. I argue that Robin Williams as the genie is the more like memorable thing like when you think robin williams one of the first things that comes to mind is the fucking genie in aladdin it's what what else mrs my, doubtfire mine is mrs then, doubtfire also because really my friend jj Jumanji. uh and <laughs> i like how Hulk. she's been quiet the entire time no. and then she <laughs> she got excited jumanji juice no my friend jj he uh he d- he looks like <laughs> robin williams <laughs> So he did for a, like four years. Um, he went as to Halloween as Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> and he was so good at it. She he was like, <laughs> I have to find the picture. I know I have it somewhere on Facebook, but I'm dressed up as the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. I I'm, I know somebody's made this joke already, but I wonder who came first, Medea or Mrs. Doubtfire, because. I just feel like Tyler Perry saw this shit and was like, I can do that. <laughs> I can fucking do that. I don't have to live in this car anymore. I can totally fucking do that. Is this the type of deal where we were like, uh, where it was like, how do you describe Prince? Like, black David Bowie. How do you describe David Bowie? He's like, white Prince. Ooh, are you saying Tyler Perry is black Robin Williams, though? No. Well... Because that's kind of what I feel like you said just now. And I don't know if you're wrong. Other than the fact that... I will say Medea and Doubtfire specifically. I... The only difference here, I feel... Mrs. Doubtfire is a man playing a woman. No, is... Robin Williams is a stand-up comedian. Tyler Perry is a playwright. So... (laughs) Travel with me, if you will, into a parallel universe where Robin Williams is a playwright. Those would be some wild-ass plays. And dark as shit. How long do you think it takes before Robin Williams makes a fucking Medea? (laughs) If he did Mrs. Doubtfire and that shit cashed, Mrs. Doubtfire is a play. I don't know. I'm just saying think about it. You're forgetting that Robin Williams also did one hour photo in Death to Smoochie. 
Yeah, but Tyler Perry's done some off shit too. He don't just stay with Medea. I'm not a huge Tyler Perry head, so I can't name the shit off like top. But fucking one hour photo was creepy though. I didn't like Robin in one hour photo at all. This shit fucked me up. I was like, God damn. It's just like creepily living through somebody's life through rolls of film. Like, it was like when uh, fucking Jim Carrey did, what was it, 27 or whatever the fucking movie was? Number 23? Yeah, yep. I mean, Tyler Perry has Boo, a Medea Halloween. That shit was pretty dark. They were playing, when I was over playing cards earlier, they were watching all. Uh, Comedy Central was doing a rerun to all of the South Park Halloween episodes. Yeah. And I got to watch one of my favorite episodes, and it was the the one where the uh, the band Corn is in there. Oh, I remember and that. And they had the pirate and ghost. They, yeah, they go solving that. The pirate ghost! Ah! Yeah, and I ever I make that reference like anytime I mention ghosts, I always just I'll just go pirate ghosts always because that episode it's just so hilarious. Also, the idea of pirate ghosts is pretty hilarious. But no, are they ghost pirates or are they pirate ghosts? Yo, South Park is wild. I can't believe that shit. I finally watched that uh, one hour long special or whatever that they did. Um... <clears throat> It was pretty on par with South Park. I mean, the shit was funny for fucking South Park. It's it's South Park. I don't know what else to say about this. You're gonna laugh. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I'm getting to the point now where, like, I'm not gonna say I see the jokes coming, but I, like, yeah, some of the shit is reused, like, We've been material. watching it for 20 years. It, yeah, exactly. We were literally watching episodes tonight. From 1998. Yeah. Like, they had the spooky spooky vision where it just said spooky and Barbara Streisand (laughs) in the top and bottom corners. Yeah. See, that's my point. That shit, yes. And that's why I laughed just now. That was a genuine fucking laugh because, yes, that early South Park shit makes me laugh. Like, this shit still made me chuckle. Like, this shit makes me chuckle. But it was still, like... It was also pretty self-aware the whole time. Like, they were doing this thing where they were... Immediately on after that episode was the uh, Hell on Earth 2006 Satan's Sweet 16 party. Yo, but they were doing this thing where they kept referring to, like, the special in, like, fourth fourth person, I guess. Kind of, like, breaking the wall. Like, Randy was running this... Because Randy sells weed now. Yeah. Yeah. I just found that out today. He was selling a special for his pandemic <laughs> prices boom and he kept they kept saying shit like nobody cares about your special randy and randy would say shit like i feel like i just felt like i don't know this special was something that the people needed <laughs> but now i just i don't even care about the special anymore and i'm trying to wrap this special up <laughs> and it's like that kind of wild shit uh, sounds like something i need to watch i didn't even yeah i had no idea that they moved out to a weed farm. Yeah. Which in Colorado. That, that's Matt and Trey clearly going, Yeah, we all know you like Randy the most. Well, I said to Ashley that Wait, at what point do you think Randy became the main character? Uh the moment they figured out they can do an adult Cartman with Randy. Cause all Randy is is an adult Cartman, if you look at it. <laughs> the kind of wild shit that Randy does and the outrageous way that he talks to people is the same way Cartman acts. 
and it's literally but I Randy, feel like Randy's just oblivious. Cartman's an asshole. No, Randy is totally an asshole too, though. Like <laughs> Cartman is oblivious. I guess I, I can't really defend a guy not being an asshole when he would carry his Kibo soap balls in a wheelbarrow everywhere. That he literally put it in the microwave so he could get cancer in his testicles. Yes, the same Randy. Yeah, I'm not gonna. That's a, that's a losing argument. The same Randy who got caught. Never mind, because look, you can go on YouTube. And you watch know, there's a, a Magic the Gathering episode, right? I feel like a. Isn't it the cockfighting episode? Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> where the fucking chickens are playing magic. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah. See that 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 South Park, I really enjoy. Yep. South Park hits on every cultural touchstone. Every single one. Matt and Trey, huge libertarians. It's the show! Really? Really? And on that note... Break! And we back. We back. So how you week been? I mean, your story was wild, but how you week? I mean, that was a while ago. But my week, my week's been all right. I mean, um, so I found out something I just had laying in a box was worth something. Ooh, do share. So something laying in a box—that's an odd way to describe. I'm not gonna ask you if you remember this, but I have a Charizard. The Charizard. Oh shit. Oh shit, that are we talking like foil, shiny card? That Charizard. Charizard. The, hey. On hey. the elementary school blacktop <laughs> with no energies, <laughs> throwing that down and being like the 30 starter Fire Blast! Damn. Damn. Hold on, wait, because ain't that joint? The 120 HP Charizard. I feel like that joint. If you look at the market. So I've had that sitting in a Isn't box. Isn't that like one it. of the rarest cards? It is. It is the. You talking mint condition original? No, mine's not mint condition. No. Oh, okay. Okay. But I had this thing. The way in you the... keep your cards that joining sitting. In... I didn't get it mint condition. Ah, uh, well, all right, all right. The way I got it is we were cleaning out the store when I worked at the card store still, and we stumbled upon it, and it wasn't worth anything at the time. It was worth like fifteen dollars. I was like, Jason, can I have this? Because, you know, it's uh, Charizard. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, I mean, Jason doesn't care. He made countless money on countless specs. Like, he he bought this card for 50 cents after it was no longer legal in one format. The card then jumped to $30, and he had a thousand count box full of just that card. So he's doing fine. God damn. He's doing fine. He one of them dudes. Um, Buying shit but I used to recent. just like I, I had this Charizard for years. I just used it as my dragon token whenever I had to something that makes a dragon in Magic. And I was it was like, whoa, I have the Charizard. <laughs> and I'm checking through my friend's Instagram stories, which I don't do very often. And I saw one of them post a screenshot where they're like, this market is crazy. And I looked at it. I'm like, wait, how much are they going for? Wait, thousands? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so I looked it up and I was like. Oh my god, this is completely unreal. So I have 
that Charizard, I had him list that Charizard for me, and it's sitting right now at uh, 800 or best offer. Ooh. Ooh, you rolling with it. I mean, the range of these things are going anywhere from like 200 there at the bare go. minimum to like 3,000 for, for my version of the Charizard. Shit. Shit. So, so you're looking at a possible three K? No, it's not going to be that. You don't think you'll get three K? Uh, well, I'm thinking hopeful. Goddamn. I'm thinking I'm going to be happy with six. I can feel it. I can feel it. I mean, realistically, I'm happy with anything. I hit a lotto scratcher for five hundred one time, right? And I was in disbelief. Like I had like. Four people check that shit, which you should never do. <laughs> but that's how I described my feeling. I was like, I feel like I hit a lottery ticket. Yeah. But not like one that gets like posted on social media, but one that's no. like, yeah, this pays for like two months of my car payment. Yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. I hit that five. It's like it's like this is Instagram worthy, but not like call a radio station worthy. Right, right. I walked out that motherfucking liquor store feeling like a motherfucking thousand bucks but it was only half a thousand like shit I know how you feel and I I think a lot of this has to I've heard people like uh, Logan Paul of YouTube Infamy uh, spent I think it was uh, like fifteen thousand dollars on an individual charizard and then oh, they bought God, they bought a sealed base set booster box of packs for two hundred fifty thousand dollars i don't get it and these high publicity moving around of yeah. of these That's money laundering yo <laughs> yeah like i said you can you can use trading cards as a way to hide financial assets yeah but that's totally also, money laundering these cards Jesus are never Christ. going to get reprinted or at least never these versions they were done and that's they, fair i yeah. mean there is some kind of nostalgic value to it as we were discussing but i just feel like when these start moving around for this much money, money this much, that's what I'm it talking immediately about. turns the wheels of supply and demand and it goes into everybody's favorite acronym right now, FOMO, Fear of Missing Out. Is that how you feel? Like, I just, I look at that shit in a whole different level. Like, yo, what kind of business are you doing that you got, like, money to throw away at? How much did you say they bought that sealed deck for? The booster box? $250,000. Yeah. $250,000. K. You want to know what the worst part is? Tell me. That's a sound investment. You think... What the fuck do you think? Do you really think that the go resale... find me and go find me? You really more think... sealed base Pokemon booster boxes. See, this is what I'm talking about, bro. Like, okay, this is the problem with like the, art you heads, can you yo. can look for more oil and you might be no. able to find it. There's no more base Pokemon right, booster so boxes. How long do you think the nostalgic value on that booster box is gonna last? Two hundred and fifty stacks on that bitch, right? Two hundred fifty stacks on that bitch. How much are we? So you're able, assuming. How much are we able to impart the weight of importance of that cultural touchstone to the next generation? That's my point. So you're assuming that that bitch is either going to stay in his possession for the and it'll be passed down from generation to generation until at some point it becomes museum worthy, and you're still gonna have to find a museum for it. Or <laughs> you're gonna tell me that there's not gonna be a pop culture museum. 
I'm not saying that there's not going to be a pop culture museum, but I'm saying how many of those like sealed if you were going, booster right, packs so do you, you think going are, to do, you, how many of those sealed booster packs do you think a, are going to be like a thousand items to describe the 1990s? One thousand items to describe the 1990s. You cannot tell me one of them is not the Charizard. I'm not saying it's not the Charizard. All I'm saying is it's not worth two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Like that's I get the nostalgia. Well, that's the thing when it comes to trading cards or memorabilia or no, that's the thing when it comes to money laundering. (laughs) Only worth as much as someone is willing to pay. That's art, which is money laundering. (laughs) <laughs> so are we saying art started because of mon- money laundering? Like All I know sale? is that everything boils down to art, money, and politics. <laughs> and there you go. There you have it. Yeah, nah, I mean, I feel like the nostalgia... For, for definition, art. Any tangible manifestation... Of self-expression. Of the human mind. Self-expression. It can be, like, this wine is art. Yeah. This glass is art. This couch yes. is art. This microphone art all tangible manifestations of the human mind music while not tactile is still tangible yes politics discourse between other people mm. Mm. well communication is an art debating is an art governing is an art politics discussing is some bullshit discussing <laughs> basically terms of politics living amongst is another is the base level of what politics is. Yes. And then money. The motivating factor behind all of this. I don't know if I could call money art. It's not the motivating factor, but you know, it's also a, it's an oversimplified okay, I get it kind of metaphor. Marketing. Not like a, let's poke holes in this theory. Kind marketing of is an art. <laughs> that is an art form. Um, propaganda is an art. That is a very valuable art form. I just... Or as a good marketing firm would uh, sell you on, it wouldn't be propaganda. It would just be good marketing. Mm, mm. (laughs) I just feel like there's got to be a perimeter, I guess, to this nostalgia bubble. Like, it's got to, like, there's got to be a like a barrier or not a barrier but like a hard stop at some point maybe like, when gen z just gets fed up with our shit not even that just like the value i'm still i'm still stuck on the fucking value of this two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fucking pokemon card deck right and the thing that blows me so as a magic player the black lotus to me makes sense there's, there's so many fewer black lotuses than there are charizards by a huge margin. Right, like, okay, well, yeah, there's the rarity of an item, I guess, to an extent that adds value to it, right? But... Just base economics, there's less of them. I guess my point is, like, the overall, like, I don't I don't know, it's the fucking penny pincher in me, right? Because I'm like, what is the overall investment in this, right? Because if you're not buying it for your own personal, like, your own personal reasoning, I guess, then what What else are you, like, spending $250,000? That's like rappers and dumb big-ass chains, right? Like, that shit is a fad. It's a fashion, right? Like, you... Essentially, the value of those chains is going to continue to go down unless the material used in making the chain Buy becomes rare and rare. Bitch, you say a Camry? Watch that shit depreciate, and then you'll understand me. 
Who the fuck was that? Lupe. Ah, 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 goddamn. Well, cheers to the goat. <laughs> Once again, slow. Get yourself a Camry. Bitch, you say a Camry? Watch that shit depreciate, then you'll understand me. Fucking dropping grown man bars. Can I get a little rosy for the lady? A little appreciation for the gentleman. And some kisses for the baby. Speaking about songs, (laughs) me and you got into a little discussion about Offspring (laughs) this week. I was listening to What Does It Come Out and Play? Yep. You know, uh, my. My Rolodex for these, uh, yeah. My Rolodex for this genre isn't necessarily where it should be. I appreciate it way more than I show. Um, but I did ask you if that shit was a protest song. All right. Well, I'm gonna pull up the lyrics. In the meantime, right? Tell us why I tell asked you me why it was what a you song. heard that made me think that way. And once I find them, made, I can read you the mean made me think that, that way. That made you go, hmm. What made you think it was a protest song? Because you said it was a protest song from my perspective. Oh God! Now I need to feel out. Or now I need to feel out. Now I need to fucking listen to the song again. Fine, I got it right here. So you stumble on an oldie but goodie. Oh yeah, yeah. And I had and I had to ask because I was listening to the lyrics, you know, and just the whole you gotta keep them separated and. The... Yeah, I mean, I heard the song thousands and thousands and thousands. Yeah, of times. I mean, we all know the lyrics, right? Like, and but it's I, just... I like that. I love that Offspring album. Like, oh, you said the whole album's like. See, I ain't. Oh even... no, like the the um the. Smash EP or the Smash album, which I think I told you, um, until uh, I think it might have been Chance the Rapper was the number one biggest selling indie album of all time. Oh, for real? Yeah, uh, and Americana were okay. Two amazing, amazing pop punk albums. Damn, or just like punk rock album. Like Smash is like a real, just like a punk rock album. Yeah. Uh, and I mean that's why that shit slapped right and that's why I asked if it was a protest song because I'm just like you know looking at the fucking well, punks are based in shit. protest yeah exactly it's a yeah. protest culture that, fair fair enough fair enough so it's arguable that all punk songs are protest songs or any as the dead Kennedys would say Nazi punks fuck off there you go there you go <laughs> Nazi punks! Nazi punks! Nazi punks! Fuck off! And it still stands to this day, and I'm looking at the lyrics to the song, and I'm just like, damn, it's just so wild how, like, some of these lyrics just ring true to the shit that's happening today. And you were saying it's not even really about, like, police brutality or anything like that. Really, it's... So, you... After you posed this query to me, I looked at the lyrics and listened to the song... And I basically imagined it as a song from four perspectives. So you as the listener are watching what the singer is describing. So you are seeing the two parties at action being dictated by another party. Okay. So it's a four party immersion 
as far as what the song's trying to say. So, it's a guy and his conscience watching an interaction happen between two other people. Yes. Two other forces. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And I follow. And you see in the lyrics, he goes like, you know, one of them's dead. One's dead. One's going to jail. Right. It goes down the same. And it goes down the same before. way. No one's getting smarter. And they say, uh, no one's learning the score. Yes. Yes. Yes, Doc. <laughs> that that is. Those are the words of the song. So how true. But the how true. They say that you're under 18, you won't be doing any time. Any time. And you said that it was a protest song, and I that part really hit me, and I was like, that's what made me essentially that, think it that, was a protest. I thought song. about it, and I was like, wait a second. So if you just swap under 18, like if you're just like, you know how the youth. If are you're always... white, you're like, dude, you're white. You will, you'll be fine. Yep. Also, also during protests, most of the time, you know. Now they're hitting y'all with rubber bullets and tear gas and shit. Can I make a really faux pas joke? I can edit it out at worst. What do we? I mean, what else do we do here but push boundaries? And... You're never gonna have a successful Final Fantasy campaign without a white mage. Wow. But was... it is also the most difficult campaign to do it with four white mages. Hmm. Hmm. I was gonna say that was a deep cut joke. <laughs> I was bored taking it back by <laughs> the Final Fantasy reference just now. Like shit, yeah, yeah. Also, did you try to beat some of those late stage bosses without a healer? Mm, also, this is not. Mate. This should not be a hot take, but one of the hardest games ever is the original version of the original Final Fantasy. I don't, I don't know think why. I've ever played the original Final Fantasy. Alright, so you know how I mean, in... take away my nerd card or whatever. So, but... no, no, no. so, you know how in Final Fantasy you die, you can use Phoenix Down? Yes. Phoenix Downs don't exist. Ah, uh, so how do you get back up? You walk all the way back to town. You pay the church an exorbitant amount of money to resurrect your person. There's a metaphor in here somewhere. Uh... And if you happen to just go right back in there and your person gets murked again, you gotta you're walking go. all the way back to town. And here's the thing, hopefully you survive that long, because now you're going back to town with one person dead. Right, right. And hopefully you have the money to bring back the person. person and it gets expensive. You're like, yeah. man, that armor and all that stuff that I bought, that was really expensive. Holy fuck, these spells are gonna break the bank. And yeah. then you have one lucky cross with one lucky goblin, and you're <laughs> fucked. And you're like, wow, this whole my whole economic system is completely destroyed. Restart the whole game. Yep, and it teaches you to strategize. <laughs> it teaches you to give up. No. No, sir, you learn. You get better with progress and practice. You're right. You want to know what game taught me that? Real Fire Emblem. Because I'm not a bitch. Damn. For all you magic heads out there. Let's see. Let's see. Did you I, watch found, I found a very small niche community on Twitter. <laughs> I'm very happy about it. I know you it, is, it is a group of like four or five people 
that are huge Fire Emblem fans, but openly detest all the new Fire Emblems and everything about them. <laughs> and y'all just sit We're on We're all like, these four are incredible. And y'all just sit on Twitter and bitch at each other. <laughs> or bitch with each other about this shit. Oh, man, that's great. That's it's, great. it's very, like, gatekeeper highbrow humor, and I love it. For, like, the most niche gatekeeper highbrow type of thing, I'm fine with this. <laughs> Yo. You know, like, I, I... Look, I get it. No, Real Fire Emblem's not for everybody. I'll just never respect your actual take on the gameplay about it. Damn. Damn. He said, I, I, if you want to tell me about your fanfiction, sure. I understand. But I will actually have no respect for anybody's opinion Damn. when it comes to gameplay and they play on casual. Damn. Because their perception of strategy is completely different. My man. <laughs> and their shoe game is whack. Damn. He's damn. Just dropping all kinds of <laughs> shots. All kinds of shots being fucking. Think about it. Think, all right, so let me put it to you this way. You want to know what's really, really fucking weird about new Fire Emblem people? Like new Fire Emblem fans? Shit, I think we just broke. They, they play the game to breed humans. What the fuck is that? Wait. Wait, but isn't the whole point of magic to play with magical creatures and stuff? Like... No, it, it, we're talking Fire Emblem here. Oh, but oh they, that's fair. You can, if you get certain characters to fall in love with each other, it affects the child unit that you then get to recruit later. So yeah, yeah, you have people like shipping one another. Yeah. But then you have people being like, I like this interaction more. And then it just turns into a whole subreddit of, (laughs) Damn. Damn. That shit peaked. I cannot. That shit peaked just now. Ayo. My man said no. It's it's such trash. That sounds like trash though. It sounds like people. And there's like there, there's like four or five of us that are all like there at the round table at our monocles, <laughs> like drinking our virgin blood. Like mm, yes, I remember 2003 as well. My man said virgin blood. <laughs> I remember 2003. Oh god. Oh god. 2003. What was popping in 2003? The Killers. Uh, the Killers. I don't think Soldier. Uh, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. The Miami Marlins, or the Florida Marlins at the time, won the World Series. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers won the. Nope. The San Antonio Spurs won the NBA championship. Um. It sounds like a boring year. Oh no, that's the year Get Rich or Die Trying came out. That's the year the Black Album came out. Speaker Box Love Below. See, that's how I kind of remember like that era. <laughs> now I can remember that era. I actually am really good at remembering years based off of who the NBA champion was. Is it the Get Rich or Die Trying God damn. February 6th. Oh, I wanted to mention. Oh, Chicken and Beer came out that year. Ludacris. Remember when Ludacris... <laughs> you remember uh, how you said that they were bringing, they were bringing Tiny Ludacris? Tunes back? 
No, fucking uh, Animaniacs. Speaking, yeah, speaking of nostalgia. <laughs> Remember when we called? We totally, I totally called. That's that. like the third time that <laughs> we've done that. I totally called that. And I don't know if I like... And those weren't like ripped Twitter takes. Those were like... No. Nope, I don't, like, and that's what I was about to say, like, I totally don't remember seeing any advertisement for Animaniacs anywhere, or for a reboot of Animaniacs, I felt like, nep- or, it's Hulu, I feel like Hulu kept that shit real clutch, and real quiet, and then they were like, hey, hey guys, you know, Call me! <laughs> you know what would make this election cycle way better? A Borat movie. Oh, God. You guys want to see Rudy Giuliani with his hands down his pants? I know, we didn't either, but we got it on camera. (laughs) I didn't know if you wanted me to, like, answer or... Nope. That was a bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, So here's a funny one. Um, Have you seen the Borat movie yet? I have not, but Jarvanka... Ew, don't call them that. I don't like that at all. God, uh. It sounds like a communist... It sounds like a communist Star Wars character, I know. Mm. Damn. <laughs> I was gonna it say... It does, like, though! Or like a communist soup. Jarvanka! I don't know. The Jarvanka with the tuna. Anyway. Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump threatened to sue the Lincoln Project over their Times Square billboard. Now, which shows yeah, was the number say. of people dead from coronavirus mm. and quotes from the two of them basically saying that it doesn't really matter. And uh, do you have their lawsuit... Uh, I can pull it up in a second. The lawsuit... Mm. I saw a tweet that actually echoed uh, the Streisand effect, which is... Uh, right now, everybody's looking up the Lincoln Project yes. billboard because they're suing them for it. Yes, and that stems from uh, Barbara Streisand trying to cover up. Uh, Everybody knows where the Streisand. If you don't know where the Streisand effect comes from, I don't know how Google you it. started looking, listening to this podcast. How do you know what podcasts are? <laughs> I mean, it is pretty base, base internet. I had to explain my mom the basic control keys. Like, control X, control V, control Z. Oh, damn. I mean, that, that might, that's easier I have to, to look understand. that stuff up occasionally, yeah. but, like, yeah, control Z, I always know. That's fix, undo, redo, go back. New Yorkers are going to suffer, and that's their problem. <laughs> oh, and it has a running death toll, right? Yep. That's what she said. New Yorkers are going to suffer, and that's their problem. Well then. Also, oh, they've got a whole bunch of billboards out. Oh yeah, no, Lincoln Project is is going full court press, to say the least. I mean, fuck it, lay them down, right? Like, y'all don't forget to go out there and vote. Here's your weekly reminder to go out and vote. And um, I'm not gonna tell you to phone your conscience. No, what I'm gonna tell you is, fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. We have a way better chance. I don't care what people are telling you. I don't care what Fox News is telling you. <laughs> we have a way better chance of holding Joe Biden to task than we do fucking Donald Trump. I mean, Joe Biden can't remember what he was doing five Look, minutes ago. Look, everything is anyway, on fire. So. We have a vote between 
put out the fire or let it keep burning. Let it's it really burn, that simple. Let it burn. Don't let it burn. Please. Like, sure. I want to. I want to build. I want to talk about a really lovely house that we can all put together too. We'll 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 debate all of that. But can we agree to stop having the house on fire? I mean, it's literally on fire in the backyard though. But California and Colorado even it's just burning the fuck down, and we've got people being like, "Well, in a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair." Any Warm excuse. smells of bonfires. Any excuse to sing. Rising up through the air. Every chance to sing. And up ahead in the distance. Nope, I should have said something. Cause everything is on fire. Is this fucking... My head grew heavy and the lights grew bright. Because everything's still on fire. Eagles? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the Eagles, you see, you know, there was another state-sanctioned murder in Philadelphia the other day. I Ooh, you saw like a notification that? on the flood Twitter. <sighs> yes, the police killed another man for no reason. Well, you know, some people will say he was brandishing a knife. Other people will tell you that he was having a mental health episode. And ironically enough, it's not really ironic. That's probably not the right word, but... Most of the state-sanctioned murders that happen throughout this country happen to mentally ill people because the police don't know how to respond to somebody having a mental health crisis. And that's part of the reason why, you know, people want to defund the police and allocate those monies somewhere they might be better suited. Like, you know, maybe an EMT worker who's trained in crisis prevention. I'm just saying, instead of a cop who wants to shoot a man having a mental breakdown from 10 feet away 10 times. I don't know. It just seems a little wild to me that this keeps happening, but people are like, you know, you gotta back the blue because it's a hard job, and they what they do, it's respectable. You know, the way they go out there and murder those mentally handicapped people and those black folk, it kind of reminds me of You sound like Nazis. Steve Urkel trying to be intimidating. That would be Stefan Urkel, and it's no, not no, 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 intimidating. No, no. You sound like mode. Steve Urkel oh. trying to be intimidating. That's but what, you're doing it in a mocking manner, so I appreciate it. That's what these fucking assholes sound like every time I hear that bullshit. I'm not saying that being a police officer isn't hard, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't... That the, it, that the career doesn't deserve a, an audit, because it really does. One, I think that they are extremely overworked and underpaid. Like... They're underpaid, not underfunded, which is why I say they need an audit. Because when we give these niggas the money <laughs> to do shit like get mental health checks and to pay them better for like overtime and to, you know, hire more cops so that we're not working them like fucking 80 to 90 hours a Let's week. Let's be realistic. Shit. What we really need is just a, is a complete flip. Just. If we could just get an entire new force, that like, would be ideal. 
And here's the wild shit to me, right? I have to argue, and it's not that I have to argue, but I'm here arguing the fact that maybe we should look into treating the police better. Because people are like, we should treat the police better, but it's like they don't really care about treating the police better. They just don't want us to demonize the police for killing the fucking people they're afraid of. And they this don't... is so politicized. The good people that would be in there to help reform police... The, are probably we, looking at it as something they don't want to do. This is so politicized that we can't even talk about the things that might actually make it better for police because we're still dealing with the racism issue, right? Like, I literally just stated things that might make it easier for police officers to do their jobs. If they didn't have to respond to these kinds of calls, then they wouldn't be put in positions where they feared for their lives because he was brandishing a weapon so I plugged him ten fucking times so I could go home to my that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, my bad. Air quotes. Allegedly. He was air (laughs) quoting like he was popping a a 12 gauge. (laughs) Uh... Like some they allegedly (laughs) wish they could do. Literally can do because we have a quote-unquote law and order president. I just find it funny that, you know, law and order to them is lots of violence. And I find it funny that they uh, seem to accuse these protesters of committing all these riotous acts. When it usually turns, most of reporting has found that the riots all started when police came out to, uh, you know, push people back off the streets for protesting about police brutality. You know, the violence and rioting starts when they start shooting tear gas and rubber bullets at people. Like, but we won't talk about that because then blue line, bro. Pardon me while I tear gas the priests out of the way of their own church. (laughs) Cause God. Cause God and law and order will carry this great nation back to the glory from whence it had came. My levels of rage towards a politician have been continuously just been pushed. But man, I may be recovering, but that shit's still in my grain, in my, in my genes. Watching him fucking tear gas priests for a photo op? Blurring not only constitutional division of church and state and using Yo, the Bible as a political prop. I was so livid, Those dog. fundamental evangelicals love that bullshit, dog. And it's theologically something they should be diametrically opposed to. Yo, their religion isn't backed by the same Damn, doctrine that you have to use the word diametrically correctly. Yo, their doctrine is not the same, son. It's built on I'm something gonna just different. Use that. I'm, I'm gonna just get that drop from NBA. He's on. Son, it's... The button drop? You approve of the button drops? Yes. It's numbing at this point. It's just crazy because we just keep seeing it every day. And then today I saw this fucking video. I, it's the... There's so much... And I don't even want to call it oversaturation, right? Because it's not oversaturation. These things need to be seen because people, there's still a huge swath of this country today in this day and age that 
still doesn't believe these kinds of atrocities happen. I saw this. I don't know how accurate or how uh, like real this is, but <laughs> in the spirit of Lovecraft Country, black people are now circulating a list of current sundown towns in America. I don't know if you know exactly what a sundown town is, but a sundown town is a town you don't want to be caught in after sundown if you are colored. What the so. fuck is that? <laughs> and I'm just like, of course, I'm shocked, but I am not shocked because I'm like, well, duh. <laughs> of course there are sundown towns, and I'm just like, damn, there's still sundown <laughs> That's Where? great. Oh, uh, you want me to look the list up? Well, give me a general region. I mean, I'm... Nigga, they're all over the fucking country. That's the problem. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's no safe place. Like, fucking half of that shit in Lovecraft Country took place in the fucking Northeast, right? And the Northeast was big on abolition. So, it's like, if they're fucking... There's still racist up in the states that were like, Oh, no, we shouldn't own the Negroes. They are peoples of an A type. <laughs> I can't. Um, hold on, let me see. This shit had me fucked up, yo. I was. Was it on Twitter I saw this shit? Maybe it was on Twitter. My man said, where? <laughs> I need to know. We are going to go to these towns on a road trip and hopefully the engine manifold doesn't crack. No, don't worry. I'll just do, the, I'll just be chip. Oh, uh, excuse me, Mr. Officer. <laughs> I'm a little high. Oh God. <laughs> How do I get to third street? Take it easy. Have you seen the video circulating of that young black queen that went into that fucking police meeting, or yeah, that uh, com community, or that I guess town hall meeting, and like read every single <laughs> one of the fucking politicians to a T? Mm -mm. Oh, pause the video, or pause the video, pause the recording real quick because she fucking handed each and every single one of them their fucking. smarter than you can ever imagine there is no obstacle that you cannot overcome no problem that you cannot solve and no goal that you cannot achieve by applying your mind to your situation so since it's spooky season and it's like 1 30 in the morning and it's 1 30 in the morning almost spooky hours the um, witching hour 2 to 3 in the morning I've gotten into some white shit myself over the years. I know what time the witching hour is. Look, look. No, that's not fair. See, you haven't watched Lovecraft Country yet. That's why you need to watch Lovecraft Yeah, but Country. I've definitely got myself into a let's split up gang many a times. <laughs> uh, what are your favorite, what's your favorite horror movie for My a spooky season? Favorite? All right. Um, I'm not really. What's your favorite horror movie? And then what horror movie do you have to watch every Halloween? I'm not, when it comes to Halloween, I'm not one for, like, the horror as much as I am, like, the festivity. So my Halloween movie is Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, I think a lot of people will feel you on that, though. Cause I'm also a sad boy, so. 
Gotta love that Edgar Allan Poe aesthetic, you know. Dun, 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 yeah, from Maryland and everything. Yeah, nah, I feel that though. That shit is classic. You can't beat that shit on a Halloween, especially if you're not Christmas. really trying to spook anybody out. Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised how often Christmas it's both. and Halloween. It is both a Christmas and a Halloween. You'd be surprised how often like horror movies do that though. It's a horror movie on Christmas. I just watched the fucking... Die Hard. It's an action movie on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched a fucking horror movie that was a Christmas movie, a horror movie, and a musical all in one. Oh, it was also a zombie movie. What was it called? Oh god damn. It. I think I saw a um an advertisement for some horror movie. I'll I'll look it up and I'll tweet it or forget to tweet it, but. I cannot remember what this shit was called off the top of my head. And I'm typing in horror musicals, but I know I'm going to get fucking Rocky. Oh, Anna and the Apocalypse is what it was called. That's Anna and the Apocalypse? Yeah. It was pretty good, actually. I didn't expect it to be. I didn't know it was going to be a musical. Um, it was kind of one of those just random, like, let me put this on. This looks interesting. And, like, when you watch the trailer for the shit, there's no singing in the trailer. So <laughs> when they start singing, you're like what the fuck is happening and i just yeah i was along for the ride and the ride was interesting all the way through i was with it um my favorite horror movie though is fucking insidious and like that's definitely i have seen i think i saw which one is insidious is insidious the one where it's like a a, a four movie franchise um i think or am i thinking sinister no sinister i think there's only two of them i think you're thinking about like the conjuring um, yeah, I think I might be thinking of the Conjuring. Insidious is one I felt like had a lot of like '70s horror movie elements, like the like, just a lot of the editing was very like exorcisty kind of like shit. Um, yeah, you know, family. I think in I, I a think house. I've seen that before child with narcolepsy. Yeah, 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 no, I've definitely seen that. I, I, I've i seen a couple of the movies with that actor. Yeah, Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, that's the franchise I was talking about. There's like four different movies that all cross in. Yeah, it's a James Wan movie, and I feel like, uh, James Wan did, like, Annabelle and all of those, like, his string of horror movies, I felt like, spoke to something in the horror movie genre that it was kind of missing. And it's a little campy to an extent, but it felt good. Um, another one that I've seen recently that I thought was good was The Babadook, of course. I, I, I don't know. If you haven't seen The Babadook by now, then what the fuck are you doing? Are you even a horror movie fan? Uh, the remake of Evil Dead. Evil Dead is one that God I God bless always, Bruce Campbell. Yo, yes. Original and the remake. The remake was fucking great, yo. From the second that shit jumped off. So I was like, oh my God. I'm so glad I paid that. I saw so that. self-aware. I saw that in the movie theaters, right? And I was so glad that I saw that shit in the movie theaters. That's one of those one that was like definitely worth paying fucking $13 to go see. Um... Evil Dead, Insidious. Oh, uh, and I'm also I also get down with shit like I don't know if you saw The Witch, um, that was directed by the same dude that did The Lighthouse. Um, Midsummer was cool. Midsummer <laughs> was cool, but uh, ultimately that movie is a breakup movie. 
um, at its core. So, I don't know. You might have to be in a mood to watch that. Uh, also a chick. And the other <laughs> thing he said was favorite Halloween memory. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite Halloween memory? Do you have a favorite Halloween movie memory? Uh, Halloween is my favorite holiday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Halloween is my favorite holiday, so whenever I put a lot of effort into a costume... It's usually for Halloween. It, like, that always sticks yeah. in. It's the original uh, costume. Also, I've Halloween. thrown a couple really good Halloween Rangers. parties. Yeah, I was going to say, all my favorite Halloween memories I had are two really good parties. ones, and then one really bad one, and that's Periwinkle's fault. Oh, damn, damn. <laughs> we can edit that out. <laughs> uh, now I'm throwing him onto that bus. Damn. He knows. Bus. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but pretty much every costume, like, the first costume I really put a lot of effort into would have been when I was Glenn Danzig when I was in high school. Mm. Like, Damn. I got the Misfit boots, I got the devil lock, I dyed my hair black. Um, Shit. Shit, and I missed that? Damn. I mean, I've done Hisoka before, like, yeah. like full, like, I, when I want to do a costume, I you really, get really try yeah. to do the costume. I've never really, like, I don't mind getting into costume, but it, the costume has to be worth it. And I just haven't found one recently that I felt like is like, yeah, yeah, that's you. Get that shit. <laughs> but now all my favorite Halloween memories are definitely from Halloween parties that I've been to. I've been to many a good Halloween party as well. Yeah, yep. And like, I, I told you on an episode a while back when, uh, one of the best Halloween costumes I ever saw. My friend Kyle dressed as that guy. Oh, yes. Flannel, yeah. jeans, beanie, cigarettes in the rolled up sleeve with a guitar. You ask him to play anything? Play? Yeah, I'll play Wonderwall. <laughs> Today gonna be the day. Well, can you play like this song by Tom Petty? Sure. Good riddance by Green Day? I got you. <laughs> he came equipped with a capo and everything. Like... Any Halloween ghost stories? That's... Yes. I mean, we can keep it short. I mean, we started with a story. We can end on a story for you hoes on our special first ever Halloween episode. Okay. So, uh, I'd like to say this might be like 10 years ago. Um, but Hell House in Ellicott City... Mm. is a now demolished girls school they demolished it? I mean, yeah the, the bricks and everything are still there you can get into the basement uh, uh, so uh, the legend goes in the early 20th late 19th century uh, a priest there went cuckoo and killed five girls in five different ways and hung them in the basement in the shape of a pentagram to try to summon the devil. How cliche. I bet this was during the fucking 70s and the satanic panic. Anyway. Keep going. You get into Hell House. So if you go to Patapsco State Park, it's in yes. Patapsco State Park. Oh, is it? Yes. And it's right near the, the train tracks. And if you just turn around a little bit of a green corner, you can look up and you can see it's like... 50 stone feet. It's like 50 stone stair steps. 
just going right up into the woods. Oh god, how ominous! Jesus Christ! So you go to the top of it, and you can you can noticeably feel it get colder once you get to the top. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, this one night, I believe it was a Halloween. No, it wasn't a Halloween. It was too. There would have been more people there. There was Halloween. Been great. Yeah, it would have been more people there if it was Halloween. So yeah. this was just another random night doing white shit. <laughs> Um, quarter take of gas, one kick. One night with the homies. Quarter take of gas, one kick stool, and an orange soda, I guess. I don't know. We certainly didn't have a pistol because, you know, white shit. Well, there's an We argument. didn't have no cheddar, Bob. <laughs> there's an argument to be had there. We'll keep going. Anyway, I can add all that out. So, at the time, it's me, Steve, Justin, and Oatmeal one night with the homies and we walk we get to the top of the steps and we walk down the path and we get to the first bend and justin like pauses and he like he just turns and we're like justin justin what's going on and he starts like speaking in latin justin doesn't know latin get the fuck out of here we started speaking in latin like, I tried to shake him, it didn't work. And then, like, Oatmeal and Steve had to shake him, and that finally shook him out, and he was jarred. He was like, what? And we're like, Justin, what? He's like, I just saw four graves. Four. And he started, like, freaking out. We're like, hey, come on, man. Let's just keep right. going, man. It's all good, man. Nah, uh, I don't know. That might have been enough for me, even though I'm skeptical. So, I would have been like, look, has anybody go- ever heard him speak Latin before? <laughs> By the way, the girls, two brunettes, one with black hair, one blonde, one redhead. How do you know that? I've seen them. I'm getting to that. Ah, foreshadowing. So, we're like, whatever, let's keep going to the, you know, burned cross altar. So you guys wanted to go to this. We wanted to go to the the, the altar where the cross yes. was burned. Yeah. Yes, where the murder. Let me see the place where the murder happened. We split up on the way there too. Oh God! Hey gang, we should split up. No, we did. We're not that bad. Oh God! Thank God. But we did keep going. As you do, wipefully so. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking white people. Is that a doc original? <laughs> It might be. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Hashtag white police. <laughs> anyway. So we walk and we're about to go to the bend down the path into the woods. And Justin pauses again. And he just turns directly into the woods and he just starts walking into the trees like we're no path. Oh god. So what is why Justin? Justin why they so Justin like Oatmeal tried to pull him back, and then like all three of us had to pull him back, and like we all fell backwards, and he snapped out of it, stood up, and immediately started sprinting back. back. Immediately sprinted back to the car. Wow. So Oatmeal, Steve, and I kept going. Being smart people at that point are like, let's turn around at least 
and I'm hearing Steve and Oatmeal and I's footsteps and someone else's footsteps and Justin's ahead of us and I'm hearing Steve and Oatmeal's and I's footsteps and someone else's footsteps! And we stopped. There were no more footsteps. And we kept moving. And I heard my Oatmeal's and Steve's footsteps and we stopped and I heard one more footstep. So we started to run a little faster. Look. So we started to run a little faster. We're like, where's this? Because after the first big staircase, there's a little, another little one that you have to go yes, up. Yes. So we were running and we were shining our flashlight and we're like, where's the staircase? And then all of our flashlights died. Yep. As they do. <laughs> as they do. Oatmeal pulls out his digital camera because this is the kind of time that we're in. Yes. Thank and God that died that. too. Yep, because of course, why Why would you think So that? we're looking and we cannot find this staircase. Normal mortal and objects would And Justin is you. long gone, so we start moving and then we start hearing this extra set of footsteps behind us and we ran as fast as we could down to the road. We turned that corner, we did not turn back. We got into the car, I pulled it back and I went in reverse and as I was about to peel out, Steve was like, stop for a second. Steve was like, stop for a second. We're in the car at this point, and he says, look, and points at the top of the stairs. And I see the blonde one and the redhead waving goodbye. Get the fuck. You see, there are six ghosts that haunt there. You the five girls, and then the shadowy figure. The girls are not going to hurt you. If you see the girls on the way in, turn around. Mm. You'll never see the shadowy figure until you're trying to leave. Mm, look at you with your ghost stories. Well, I got some ghost stories for you because I found that list of sundown towns. <laughs> no, these aren't ghost stories. Those are horror stories. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Rising Sun, Illinois. Harrison, Arizona. Orange, Texas. Coleman, Alabama. Grand Saline, Texas. Rising Sun, Maryland. Newton Falls, Ohio. Cockrell Hill, Texas. Entryville, North Carolina. White Township, New Jersey. Madison County, Missouri. Rankin County, Missouri. Simpson County, Missouri. Oildale, California. Missouri, get your shit together. <laughs> Martinsville, Illinois. Cumming, Georgia. <laughs> Bedore, Texas. Bowling. Oh, God, is that. What is that? Montana. Yeah, Bowling Green, Montana. Farber, Montana. Curryville, Montana. Look, all of Montana, stay the fuck out of Montana if you black. I don't know how the fuck Kanye got off in there, probably because he's MAGA, right? Like, whatever. Look, my point, I'm not even going to, maybe I should, Carroll County, Maryland. Hey, Maryland, check. <laughs> all of Carroll County. Yes, it's on the list. My nigga, look, and the list is constantly being revised and updated and stuff, and that's why you need to get hip on Lovecraft Country, because that's what George's whole guide trips yeah. was about. Where 
seeking out and finding sundown towns and places where black people would be served amongst white folk and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, here's the 2020 horror story for you. Racism is still a thing. There might still be sundown towns. Not might. There are definitely still sundown towns. I'm not going to sit here and cap for y'all. I'm not going to hold you at all. <laughs> Some of these places in Maryland, I've never even been. And there's probably a reason for that. <laughs> but that's just to, you know, let y'all know that even on Halloween, especially on Halloween, none, none of this, this is normal. normal. Be safe. Deuces! Look, it's a flood! It's a flood! It's flooding! Get away! Quick, we need to get to higher ground! Open the floodgates! Wait, why can't we talk about <laughs> it black It is time to talk about black stuff.